What's happening, peeps? It's your boy, Henny Wrestling. Welcome to a long-awaited episode two of Henny Wrestling Podcast. I think I could have had five, maybe ten episodes under my belt, but I've been too lazy. I have been too... I can't make excuses because people talk about, oh, I can't make time. Yes, you can. You can make time, like... If you want something, you'll make time for it. If you want to get something, you make you will make priorities. I think a lot of us don't don't prioritize certain things, and it's time for us to be real with ourselves. Like if we don't prioritize with certain things, then we can't make an excuse of oh I don't prior oh I don't have the money or I don't have the time. Nah, we don't prioritize it. Now, if you really don't have the time or don't have the money, then I understand. But it's some of us that we make that as an excuse, knowing that we can do it. So this episode, um, we're gonna go up, we're gonna come talk about you know Grand Slam that happened two Wednesdays ago, um in um House of Glory and also Invictus Pro Wrestling that that happened um last Sunday and also the prediction um this Saturday, October first the the anniversary of Battle Club Pro. So um AW Grand Slam um I was there live and in person. It was fun. I ain't gonna hold you it was fun. Um the cards wasn't like so exciting but it was fun. It was I had a great I had a great time. Um I couldn't get the seats that I had last year but we're gonna definitely be on top of that God willing next year um in September. Um, Jericho winning the Ring of Honor world title. I'm with you guys. I don't agree Jericho winning the Ring of Honor world title. I don't think he should have never won the world title of Ring of Honor. But Tony Khan is looking, is wanting or looking, what I'm saying wanting, is looking for a TV deal for Ring of Honor. And he has to put Jericho as the face of Ring of Honor. And there's no disrespect to Claudio. Claudio, he's a world champion material. But if we're looking for like audience, like large audience, Jericho is the guy. Because if you know Claudio, you would know him like in WWE. He was known as Cesaro. But as far as like being a big name, Jericho fit fit in that fit in that thing. Because if, let's say, Tony Khan is doing a TV deal, is trying to make a TV deal for Ring of Honor, and they're like, oh, who's your world champion? Oh, it's Claudio. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, not, they won't, they, they, they'll be like, oh, Claudio, how you doing? But if they go and they'll be like, oh, Chris Jericho's our world champion, like, oh, Chris Jericho, um, the first ever undisputed champion in WWE, um, he was in WCW, like, they will recognize Chris Jericho, <clears throat> you know, so do I agree Jericho winning the Ring of Honor World title? Absolutely not, but because Tony Khan is looking for a TV deal, he needs to put Jericho with the title, this is the same, I won't say this is the same thing, but this have, but Jericho being the first ever um, AEW World Champion, it has to happen, why? Because he ha- because AEW is a new brand, and they need a champion that a lot of people know. 
Not everyone knows Hangman Page. I'm sorry. Not everyone knows Hangman Page. But if you put Chris Jericho, everyone knows who's Chris Jericho. Unless you've been living under the rock or you don't watch wrestling at all. Everyone knows who's Chris Jericho. So, as much as I don't like Jericho being champion, sometimes they have to put the belt on him. So, either get a TV deal or get more views. Because Jericho is the face that runs the place. Um, I know a lot of us wanted to see the Acclaim winning the AEW Tag Team titles at All Out. But they had a hard-fought match against Swerve and Our Glory. I'm going to be honest with you. When Caster hurt his knee, I was like, just when they need the belts, they get hurt. But that's one thing I like about Tony Khan. If let's say you don't win the title, you don't win the title on a pay per view, but they're coming to your hometown. Let's say Dynamite's coming to their hometown. For example, Bowens and um, Caster. I think Bowens from Jersey, Caster from Long Island, New York. So it was better for them to win their titles in hometown than winning on a pay per view. This I think it's like the third time that's happened this year that a challenger doesn't win their title on a pay per view, but wins their title in hometown in their hometown. Um, we've seen with Thunder Rosa, we have just seen with um Daniel Garcia, and now we've seen the acclaim um at Grand Slam winning the um tag team titles. So huge congrats to the acclaim. This is something that they needed. This is something actually a tag team um, should hold the belts. And let's see what is next. Let's see what is next for um, Strickland and Lee. Um, I think Strickland should. I think the team got to split up, honestly, because these guys are single competitors. Like, they could go as a tag team. They've been tag team champions. Like, not with WWE, but probably in other indie indie companies, but these guys are single competitors, man. They need their shine individually, but I don't know when it's going to happen. The interim women's world title, um, it was okay. It was botches, but it was okay. The huge surprise was Soraya, formerly known as Paige in the WWE, she sticked her tongue out. I'm like, yo, is, is she's a is, is she's licking tongue from Pokemon? Just looking, just sticking her tongue out. Like I never understood, but the pop was crazy. I was there. The pop was crazy. Like my boy would, my boy had a high pitch screaming. Like it was just crazy when she when she came out at Grand Slam. Um. What else? What else? What else? The Mid Atlantic um title. It was it was a it was a very competitive match, but I knew Pack was gonna retain. Pack did Pack did a sneaky one, man. I was out there shouting, shouting, dirty Pack, dirty Pack, dirty Pack. But you know, Pack did what he had to do to pick up the win. The AEW World Title. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. As much as I wanted. Danielson to win. I knew they were gonna give this to Moxley, and that is because they already have this feud lined up between Moxley, MJF, and we're gonna see that title match 
at Full Gear in New, in New Jersey. Finally, we have an AEW pay-per-view in the tri-state area. Um, God willing, I'm over there. You know, yeah, God willing, I'm over there. I'll be I'll be there with a couple of friends of mine, so we'll definitely be there, God willing. But all in all, it was fun. Um, they had Rampage. Um, let me see, Ray Phoenix, Jungle Boy. That booking was listen like. I didn't like I didn't like that booking how they booked that match between Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix like I didn't like it like that should have been a draw because if you didn't want to give the W to Ray Phoenix and you want to give it you could have done a time limit draw like it would have not hurt none of them it is what it is um what else that unsanctioned match was in was good was enjoyable. Um, Eddie Kingston versus Guevara, a match that should have been an all-out um, hard-fought match. Kingston won the match, but he didn't want to let go of the submission that had Sammy Guevara on. They had to reverse it, and Guevara um, has his dub. Um, Kingston should have no one to blame but himself because... He could have just let go, but I don't know. He probably blacked out or something. I don't know what happened in that moment, but he probably blacked out. Then the Battle Royal, um, Hangman won. That's like his title rematch. But but we all know he's going to take the um, the L train. (laughs) Because, like I said, we already have that feud for Moxley and MJF come full gear. But, like I said, Grandson was amazing. Um, can't wait to go there next year and be a part of it and be in a lower level, lower level seats next time. <laughs> on to House of Glory Genesis that happened on Saturday. It was amazing, amazing show. Um, I'm gonna try to remember as much matches as I can. So we had um, we had a six way match. A tremendous match. Ben did his thing. Um, there, was, there was a lot of young wrestlers there. Um, Nolo picks up the win in the six-way match. Um, now he's the number one contender for the six-way Cruiserweight title. Now, I don't know if they're going to do this in October or, or next month. But whatever the case may or next or November, excuse me. But whatever the case may be, let's see what happens. Um... Let's see if they'll announce it come October. You had the HOG women's title on the line. Natalia Markova versus Ultraviolet. This was the match for Ultraviolet. Like, this was the match for her to, like, finally win the women's title and be the foundation, be the front runner for the HOG women's division. Be that home, because she's homegrown for HOG. So, for her to really carry that belt for HOG, it's amazing. Natalia did a tremendous job. She has faced a lot of a lot of challenges, and there's no slouch. Like she faced very good competitors. Um, she faced she faced Jordan Grace in the finals. Um, I forgot her. I forgot her opponent. Her first title defense opponent. I forgot who it was. Oh, Taya Valkyrie. Tremendous match with Valkyrie. 
Then with Tasha Steeles. Um, she was supposed to have a match with Janai Kai. I don't know what happened, but she faced Sumi Sakai. And then to have this match against Ultra Violet. Um, Natalia has no shame. Um, I don't know what's her, well, I don't know what's the next move. And I don't know who Violet is going to face now that she's champion. So, I can't wait to see what's in store for Ultra Violet. Ash champion. Um, main event for Milk Chocolate. A lot of people didn't know Milk Chocolate. I've been seeing them in, in Invictus Pro Wrestling. They are very good in the ring. They are very, very good as heels. Uh, I tried to take a picture. I took a picture with them. Randy Summers sticked out the middle finger. I'm like, my man, keep it PG. Keep it PG. But, you know, tremendous tag team. Um, they really, they, they really showed up, showed out. But the main event picks up the win after losing at high intensity. So good win for main event. Let's see um, if this will bring them closer to another another tag team title shot at HOG. Loki versus Penta and Cero Miedo. What a hard hitting fight! Hard hitting fight. Like these guys really beat the crap out of each other. Um, Penta f- freaking Canadian destroyed Loki. They were both down, and Penta, by like a split second, was able to get in and win the match via count out. So let's see, let's see what's next for Loki. Probably go with a trilogy with Penta or whatever his opponent be in October. But good win for um, well. A skin of the skin by the teeth win by Penta. Penta's no slouch, but this was like a tough one to flip. I honestly thought Loki was gonna pick up the win, but nope, they gave it a Penta. Monte Kia versus Grim. Um wasn't too interested. Monte Kia picks up the win, and we already have that one on one match between Monte and Nolo. And unfortunately, I won't be able to go because it's Halloween week and I don't mess with that. And also, I got to remove a wisdom teeth. It's a long time coming. I got to remove it as soon as possible. So I'm going to take that week as an opportunity to take that wisdom teeth out. The Briscoes versus Dark Order, another tremendous match. It looked like um, Evo Uno and Stu Grayson was going to pick up the win. But nope, the Briscoe brothers still retained the title. Um, main event was asking for Briscoes for one more match. They'll turn into Christian when WWE one more match and the Briscoes didn't want to give it to them. So that actually sucks. Then you have the latter match for the crown jewel title. Ken Broadway versus Charles Mason. I thought this was going to be Broadway's night. This was a hard fought ladder match. But I thought this was Ken Broadway's night. And towards the end, um, we see Detective James. And we thought James was going to, like, actually help out. But it was a tease that he was going to turn heel and cause Broadway to win the Crown Jewel um, title. So Charles Mason is still... Your crown jewels champion. Uh, let's see what's in store for him. 
um, Broadway, he might have to go back in the line and start working his way back up um, to the title picture. All in all, House of Glory was amazing. Um, I won't be there. I won't be in the next show in October because I have a wisdom tooth that I got to remove. And if I don't remove it now, I probably might not remove it never. <laughs> so I'm going to take that opportunity and um, remove it. And like that, I just resume. Yeah, just resume, you know, in every activity that, I got, that, that I'm involved in wrestling and things of that nature. Now, let's go with Invictus Pro Wrestling Magnitude, their second anniversary um we're gonna talk about the main cards because um the pre-show i wasn't able to make it i only made it to one but it was always it was almost halfway done so we're gonna talk about the main cards that happened and invictus pro wrestling magnitude their second anniversary shout out to invictus pro wrestling um me and the figure king we sponsored the main event and we're gonna talk about that so let's start off with the tag team titles on the line Fight or Die versus Milk Chocolate. Um, Hard-fought match by um, Fight or Die. Um, Milk Chocolate really isolated Dominic during the match. So Dominic doesn't have the chance to tag um, Chris Barton. Um, very... Um, goodness gracious. Um, Fight or Die fought hard and fought to the very end. But Milk Chocolate... <laughs> Um, escapes with the win and still your tag team titles. Next month, they're going to have a triple threat match. And we're going to talk about that um, later on. The Invictus Pro Wrestling Women's title on the line, Vicious Vicky versus Edith Surreal. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I thought Vicious Vicky was going to regain her um, women's title. I actually thought she was going to regain the women's title. And nope. That wasn't it. Um, and it's surreal. Really broke down. Um, vicious, um, vicious Vicky Lay, which got her in the submission and and got Vicious Vicky tap out, which I was surprised. I thought Vicky was gonna persevere, but nope. So Edith surreal is still your champion. Um, I think her next challenger, if possible, is it has to be Kaya McKenna. Kaya McKenna was supposed to be the next challenger for this belt, but she, I think she messed up her shoulder or something like that that requires surgery. I don't know if it was shoulder or the elbow, whatever the case may be, or the knee. I don't know. It was an injury that it, like, it really got her out for like six months or more. So I don't know what's the plan for the, for the title, but Kaya McKenna is still in line for that belt and uh riley shepherd too so riley shepherd when she is ready to go she as well will be will be waiting for that championship so that woman's title is in jeopardy but let's see what happens near the future three stages of hell dennis morgan versus j.s hawthorne hawthorne i know it's hawthorne um, first match, submission. Um, JS really worked on Dennis Morgan's arm. 
and made Dennis Morgan tap out. Second match was no disqualification. Um, they both kicked each other's butt, but Morgan put um, Hawthorne to sleep. The third match, there was a little twist. Um, their manager, I think, it was, I think it was Jason, his name, whatever the case may be, he became the special guest referee. And that man was a dirty ref. Like, he had no side. No side. But it didn't matter. Dennis Morgan found a way to win. And I'm surprised he actually won. I thought I thought JS was gonna win, but hey, Dennis Morgan won, so good win for Dennis Morgan. And let's see what's next. Let's see what is what's good with the storyline between uh, Morgan and and Hawthorne. Let's see what happens from here. <clears throat> now, before we talk about Takeover versus the Goons, we forgot one more match, and that was the United States title match between Clipper Jones, KJ Mack, and I forgot the other guy's name. I'm sorry, but um, that was a tremendous triple threat match. Um, KJ Mack was turned into Claudio, just European uppercut, anything that was in his way. But um, Clipper Jones uh, picks up the win. And retains his title. Take over versus the goons. Savage. Savage. Always be savage. Because. It was supposed to be a 4 and 4. Of course it's going to be 5 and 4. Because of. Because of the. Because I think it's Big Dust. Who is. Who is the. Who is the manager of the goons. Um. Savage made it. A, an unsanctioned match. I'm like. Okay. This guy is crazy. It was just crazy all around. A tre- tremendous. It was a fun match. And I don't know what happened. Towards the end, Bougie had the briefcase. And it was supposed to hit one of the members of the goons. One of the members of the goons dodged. And by mistake, Bougie hit Jackal. Now, I'm thinking here, right, Bougie's going to make up for it. But he let the mem- one of the members of, of the goons pin Jacko to pick up the win. I don't know what happened. I don't know what was the intention. But I felt this could have been handled a lot better. But I guess Bougie is tired of like him not getting his shine, him not getting the respect. I think he ha- I think he had enough of that, and he wants to prove that he is a mega star. He wants to prove that he's not just a Mick Carter, that he's a main event as well. He wants to prove that he could be the guy in the world of professional wrestling. So looks like Bougie no longer would take over, and the faceless ones will join Fight or Die and Milk Chocolate in a triple threat tag team match for the tag team titles. Come October 16th. That's going to be a crazy three-way match. Um, Man. Milk Chocolate doesn't need to get pinned or submit to lose these belts. They don't need to. They don't need to be part of. They don't have to be pinned or submit to lose these belts. So Milk Chocolate has really got their hands. Got their hands work. Um, Next month. 
Then you have Darius Carter versus Ken Broadway. Now, I was concerned about this match because Broadway just went through a hellacious ladder match against Charles Mason um, that Saturday night at HOG. But he came. Um, Darius Carter, as always, controlling Broadway with the speed. And it was a hard-fought match. Both had their moments. But at the end... Darius Carter picks up the win, 3-0 and at Invictus Pro Wrestling. He's going to be campaigning for that um, social media title. So let's see what's up. Let's see what's next for Darius Carter in Invictus Pro Wrestling. And the main event for Magnitude, B-Ball Mike Bailey versus Gabriel Sky, which your boy Henny Wrestling and the Figure King um, sponsor this main event. <laughs> Heck of a main event. Heck of a, heck of a, heck of a main event. Um, these guys went at it. These guys had their moments. At the end, Speedball picks up the win. But this was a heck of a main event. What a way to, like, close the second anniversary for Invictus Pro Wrestling, man. That was a hellacious main event. Shout out to the, the, the owners of of um, Invictus Pro Wrestling for allowing us to sponsor this this match. So they have another show in Richfield Park, New Jersey, October 16th, but they're gonna but November 13th, Invictus Pro Wrestling is coming to Marlboro, the Bronx. I'm so excited. Let's see what's up, and I'm going to be there, God willing, come November 13th at Invictus Pro Wrestling. Now. Let's talk about the anniversary of Battle Club Pro, the predictions for Saturday, October 1st. Um, we all know the four champions, they're going to face each other, and the winner will walk away with the five points title, the franchise title, the icons title, and I think it's the battle weight title. One of the four wrestlers is gonna walk out with four belts at the end of at the end of the show. So we have the two matches already paired up. So it's Steve Pena versus um Merck Drake, the five points title versus the franchise title. And then you have Big Swole versus Mike Law. I'm going with Steve Pena all the way. I'm going with him all the way. He's walking away with the four belts. That's my prediction. I'm going with him all the way. Um, as far as like who went between Swole and Mike Law, that's gonna be a tough one. That's a toss up. That's really, really, really a toss up. Um, toss. This is really tough. I'm gonna have to roll with. Man, this is tough. This is tough. This is tough. This is very tough. This is tough. Um, I might have to roll with Mike Law on this one, but I'm rolling with Steve Pena winning his match against Merck Drake and winning the finals and walk, walk away with the four belts. That's my, that's my prediction. Let's see what happens on Saturday. Now for the rest of the matches, we have survival of the fittest. Um, we have Kuzo, we have Rembrandt, we have Nimrod, we have Gamble, Osito, and the two competitors that I just mentioned 
early um spice and sammy chaos and then you have jordy lee and um abraham khan jordy lee abraham khan has been going back and forth ever since java slam 2 they've been going back and forth but in this survival of the fittest i'm gonna roll with anthony gamble i think he's gonna take this i think he's gonna win this so basically i think two people would start either two or four people start and then after i don't know how many minutes everyone else gets in and then from there you just start throwing people over the top rope until it's like what final four final two depending on how it goes but i'm gonna roll with gamble winning the survival of the fittest the tag team match the scottericans kj mack and dave rivera versus fight or die dominic de nero versus chris barton um i think this match i anticipated one um i'll say ever since that pre-show um in april it's gonna be a one heck of a match um the scottericans are gonna bring it but i think fight or die after not walking away with the not walking away with a tag belt, I think they're gonna come with a vengeance and pick up the win to put themselves in another spot for the Battle Club Pro um tag team title. So I'm rolling with fight or die. They're either gonna fight and win or they're gonna lose and die trying. But I'm rolling with um fight or die. The brass ring invitation, Joseph Alexander versus Darius Carter, <sighs> Joe. I got love for you, but you're going to learn a lot from the old father. You're going to learn a lot from this man. And as much as I want Joe to win this, it won't surprise me if Gamble comes and interferes. And I'm going to roll with um, the old father to pick up the win and become undefeated in his brass ring um, invitational. Cosmic versus Harlow. Um, this is going to be, this is going to be a good one. And Harlow is not a person to mess with at all. Like she has faced very, he has faced a lot of competitors. And the last time we saw her, we saw that I saw her in battle club. That was against, um, Darius Carter. Um, Cosmic is one of up and rising wrestlers. Um, she's part of the fallout. Um, I ain't gonna lie, she's becoming my favorite because she's Dominican. Come on now. <laughs> In this match, I think I'm gonna have to roll with Cosmic. If Harlow wins, hey, she was the better woman. She's a veteran. But I think I'm gonna roll with Cosmic, picking up the win. Fatal four man, the fatal four man, the fatal four way match. Mysterious Q versus Trevor Aon versus Jorge Santi versus Yaya. I forgot to mention about the AW Grand Slam part. I went I went, I was there and I was chanting wrestlers that I have seen in the Indies. Jorge Santi was like one of those securities in AEW and I went there chanting Santi, Santi, Santi. Like I went bananas. I went bananas. Like indie wrestlers where is that? Like you guys think like these wrestlers just comes out of under on under a rock and just become stars. No, they had to start somewhere to become where they're at today. Um, this match here, whew, whew, 
It's between Mysterious Q and Yaya. This match right here is between Mysterious Q and Yaya. And Yaya, I don't know if Yaya, Yaya still have that title shot opportunity for the franchise title. I think I'm going to have to roll with Yaya. I think I'm going to have to roll with Yaya. But it won't surprise me if Prolific interferes and costs Yaya the fatal four-way. And if that's the case, then I don't think it will be either Santi or Q. But I'm going to roll with Yaya winning the fatal four-way. And then the Battle Club Pro Tag Team Titles on the line. Main event versus Thick and Juicy 2.0. Um, this match was supposed to happen at Java Slam 2, but Brooke Valentine um, got hurt on the Friday night that they had a wrestling match. So we're having this match this time with Brooke Valentine. Or Val- yeah, Brooke Valentine being healthy. Um, <clears throat> respectfully. Respectfully. Um, I saw Brooke Valentine's Twitter talking about like body shaming and stuff. Um, I'm not gonna go too further, but you guys that disrespect Brooke Valentine because of her body, because of her thick body, you guys be the same ones that turn that will look like William Regal when he looks at Excalibur every single time. You got some of you guys that body shame. Brooke Valentine will be the same one that would turn to William Regal when he looks at Excalibur on AEW. Like, listen, not everyone likes thick women. That's fine. Every man has their preference. But don't be don't be a two don't be a two face disrespecting Brooke Valentine. The moment you see her, you turn into William Regal like he sees um Excalibur. Stop it. Stop it. Like Brooke. Like Brooke is beautiful. Like Brooke is beautiful. Like, come on now. Now I will not mess with her because she'll send me to the shadow realm. But but don't disrespect a female wrestler who is thick and beautiful. Body shame them, and you guys. And then if you guys see them, you turn into William Regal, and you guys will turn to William Regal. Like William Regal looks at Excalibur, and then saying these things they. Like, come on now. Anyways, um, this is a tough one. I'm going to roll with main event. But if Thick and Juicy wins this, then there's nothing we can, then it is what it is. But I'm rolling with main event. And we're going to have it should have been me moment. Because either Midas or Lion are going to go, are going to have a sweet, are gonna go are gonna go through a double sweet cheek sweet yeah sweet cheek music so I don't know who's gonna get it but we're gonna have it should have been me moment <laughs> that's all I'm saying but all in all the show I'm expecting this show to be a very good one um a lot of fallout students are gonna be in the show um but yeah, I have Pena going all the way. I have main event retaining. I have Gamble winning the, the survival of the fittest. I have Yaya winning the fiddle four way. I have Cosmic winning her one on one match against Harlow. I got Darius Carter winning his brass ring invitational. And uh, I have Fight or Die winning the tag, winning the tag team match. So, 
You guys let me know your picks if you are if you are aware with Battle Club Pro. And with that being said, guys, thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you guys for watching. What the hell? Thank you guys for listening to Henny Wrestling Podcast. This has been episode two. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, we'll make a blog trip on Battle Club Pro. Um, Subway Mania, um, you guys will have to wait until they post their video. And once they post their video, I will post mine. So this has been Handy Wrestling, episode two of podcast. It's your boy, Handy Wrestling, grown man who loves God and wrestling. And I am out. Take care and enjoy your weekend.